legends like Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Anthony Irwin. Like this guy here. His name is Fagan. Harrison Fagan. Welcome back, everybody, to the Lakers Lounge. I am Anthony Irwin, not joined by Harrison Fagan, joined today by my new co-host, somebody I am absolutely thrilled to talk to, somebody who apparently has a ton of free time in the offseason, so he decided he would start podcasting. Anthony Davis, welcome to the Two Anthony Show. It No, you got it. You didn't like that joke? You, you're just going to leave, huh? All right, well. Probably had that coming. All right, hold on. Let me get somebody on the line. Hey, can you can you do the show? Are you busy? You need me again? Well, this time I actually need you. The other times you trampled our co-host. Uh, I'm just, I'm in disbelief. Like, people are going to start asking if you're a system podcaster. And, like, <laughs> if you can really succeed without me. People is are asking you, the question. Is this you making yourself Steph and me, Katie? No, I think I'm KD in this analogy because like people are questioning whether or not you can win without me. And like, you know, maybe you can prove those questions wrong at some point. Uh -huh. But So all I have to do tonight is to win in Boston to prove that I can win without you. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay. or maybe I'm like your Andrew Wiggins, you know, the new. <laughs> can you believe we live in a world where that's a compliment? Yeah, <laughs> crazy. I was doing I was doing the live show, the live broadcast with our guy Keith from Fast Break Breakfast, and we yeah. were all me, him, and Domin were just sitting there like Andrew Wiggins is playing this well. We're just like reading his stat line out loud, like just like no, there's no way, right? Like yeah, that's amazing. Um, Twenty six right. and thirteen in a finals game. <laughs> I love my favorite, like kind of storyline over the course of this last week has been timberwolves fans saying like we are not an incubator we <laughs> it was a win-win trade <laughs> we got d'lo who we are trying to salary dump now just ignore yeah. that but he reset yeah. the culture we, we, Russell. we gave up a pick and wiggins might win finals mvp but totally win-win <laughs> They had a really fun first round loss in the playoffs. Okay. Oh like we got, my we got Carl Anthony Towns' dad and John Morant's dad. You know, like it's like we got we got some great stuff out of the D Lo trade. Yeah, that they went viral. That was a win win for America. It, it really was. It really was. We got in the to basketball meet, world. We found out that John Morant's dad is Usher. Like it's just he just randomly looked amazingly like Usher. All right. So since you're here. I guess I can catch you up on what you might have missed this last week or so. It's been a fun week. Uh, let me just go through a couple of the headlines that might not be on Silver Screen and Roll, but are headlines in my head. Um, Anthony's headlines, I think, is what we'll call the segment. Yeah, the things, uh, maybe you could just break down for me, because I've been vaguely following, but the, the things yeah. you were angriest about with the No, Lakers. not angriest. Ang no, like, you're, you're pretty worked up in Slack. Don't, I, don't undersell it. You've been, you've been pretty <laughs> upset. Hey, your fellow Anthony. So, so Anthony Davis, after in, after a season in which he shot 19, if you round up, 19% from three-point range. I think we give him the round up. I, th I think that's totally fine. We can round it up to 19. You want to round it up to 20? Like, do you, 
yeah, that's fair. We'll just we'll give him we'll give him the championship one percent bump. Multiples of five. Yeah, uh, he shot twenty percent from three point range. Um, a season at, that was marred by injuries, though the injuries were both of the freak nature. Right, somebody uh, dove into his knee, and then he landed on Rudy Gobert's foot. So those are things that you can't really avoid. Um, but uh, it, it all all the same, two straight kind of whatever seasons and uh you know his response to it was to take the offseason off uh he he's he is taking full advantage of of the unlimited pto program that the lakers employ and and uh is is just enjoying his time off until until lakers fans call him out on it apparently <laughs> because because right after he goes out and says that he uh, did not, uh, he has not touched the basketball. Lakers fans lose their shit. And then the next day or two days later, he two days later, <laughs> he, he tried to be subtle. <laughs> he takes a picture with lethal shooter um, at the Lakers facility uh, and, and, and said it was great to get a workout in and all those things. And lethal shooter said it was great to work with somebody so committed to, to working <laughs> on his game um in between there you had lebron james tweeting out or, or putting on his instagram that he uh <laughs> has been in the gym this whole time looks incredible he says loves working in all of these things um and then to round everything off after anthony davis's uh picture with lethal shooter lebron goes to instagram again this time to basically say he <laughs> He can't wait. Should I just read this? Should I do my LeBron yes, impression? Yes, yes, please do, because it, it's I'm, so I'm good. Not actually, I'm not actually. No, don't do an impression. Just yeah. just read okay. it, please. Yeah. Get it twisted if you want to. <laughs> I'm due time. He'll remind you once again why he's him. That's all caps. <laughs> uh, and I can't wait for it to be unleashed. <laughs> that was me doing the snort emoji. <laughs> I'm gonna have to clean my mic cover after that. I, was I think. Say, do you need to go wipe your nose? <laughs> I think I'm good. I thought it was good for comedic effect, right? Thank God that like a booger didn't come flying out or something, or this would be the grossest clip in Silver Screen and Roll podcast history. I gotta be honest, dude. I was not expecting. That. <laughs> I, you know, honestly. I wasn't going to do it, and then I got there in the caption, and I'm like, you know what? How do I do it? I could just say snort emojis, or I could actually snort. <laughs> Should I have done it three times like LeBron did? <laughs> no, because then you definitely would have fired off a booger. You would definitely have a bear in the cave right now. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> so that was that was one new cycle. That was that a dramatic missed. reading of LeBron's Instagram caption, <laughs> defending Anthony Davis from his own passive aggressive criticism of the anthony irony davis. the irony of of lebron defending anthony davis is that nobody had to defend anthony davis last year when he had the ball at the three-point oh line. my god <laughs> all right i'll give you that one no i just i'm sorry i loved this news cycle it was so funny where you just go from ad he's just like doing a youtube live stream i guess with some like some youtubers i don't yeah. know i'm not 100 percent. i think he was walking through at somebody's he's doing house. A house tour it was basically yeah. like new age cribs, I think. Yeah, it was like doing some, yeah, because some video gamers house or a house where they play a bunch of video games ad or something like oh, that. Okay. And he was, um, and they walked outside and apparently they had a basketball hoop out there. 
somebody handed him a basketball and he didn't know what it was. Um, and... He's like, oh man, this is what I do for a living. I forgot. Um, no. And then, so you have LeBron right after this post the borderline sociopathic workout pick, I think, um, yeah. you know, just looking like a Cooper described him as Patrick Bateman esque, uh, just like flexing and screaming for a camera, man, I can't wait for the fall. So ready to get back out there. So motivated, um, <laughs> flexing, whatever. And then, you know, Lakers fans are doing what every fan base I think would do in yeah. the face of this, where you have AD saying he hasn't touched a basketball. And then you have LeBron like, Oh man, I've been in the gym nonstop since the season ended. And they're like, well, why doesn't AD have that? And then know, by LeBron the way, like LeBron also looked and like he has been sleeping in a gym, by the way, like the, he, the very, I mean, he always looks huge. Like him, but. <laughs> I, 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 yes, you're right. Like yeah. it was just, it just really stood out in it's that moment. So weird when LeBron gets out of shape, when he's like not an NBA player anymore. Do you think he will? I don't think I mean, he will. Like, no, I'm talking like Magic Johnson shape. We're like, he's clearly in shape for like a normal person, but he just isn't like NBA player shape anymore. It's going to be weird when LeBron's walking around in like kingpin suits like Magic, you know, like he's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess I, I don't see it. I don't, I don't see it at all. I think all. it's going to happen and it's going to be so weird. But anyway, so LeBron posts this thing and then like everybody's criticizing AD for not exercising that same mentality. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, he basically does like a sponsored post with lethal shooter to show so that he's funny. in the gym. And then LeBron's like, oh man, don't get it to all of you who are criticizing AD because of my, especially Instagram subliminally. Post, yeah. Don't get it twisted. He's, he's back. He's him. <laughs> Uh, so, so, uh, that's, that's one thing that I, I want to expand on that here, uh, more in a little bit. Um, the other thing that I have to catch you up on is apparently Brian Windhorse hates owners who spend, um, as, as evidenced by a take that he gave not once, but then double down on it. Um, I think you're misconstruing my boy, Wendy's words. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to stand for this. I have a theory also on where that take might be coming from. That is kind of fun. And then, uh, to tie everything kind of together, you have this kind of weird, as Eric Pink has framed it, a, a weird kind of stalemate or, or, or game of chicken um, that the Lakers and LeBron are playing against each other. Um, so we're going to give our thoughts on that. And then, uh, Harrison, you apparently are telling me that uh, you hit another bingo that you might be able to check off I, I another one of your bingos. I think we actually both hit one for sure. Okay. And then there's one then that debatable. I have that is like borderline that we're going to debate. All right. So busy show, pretty crazy that we were able to throw the show together, uh, given that I started the show with Anthony Davis on and then, you know, had to call you. It's wild how yeah, well planned well, I mean, I'm, you know, look, I didn't end on the best terms last week. I kind of slandered our audience on the way out <laughs> kind of uh, a little bit. You know, look, I, I think I think our audience respects being held accountable. And so, you know, yeah. this is a conversation. And so, you know, I gave them some feedback. We'll see, you know, but I do want to come back and like apologize and just say, hey, I love you guys, uh, you know. Until the end of the show. Yeah. We'll just say goodbye one more time. Yeah. All right. So, but the, all right. So the other thing that I, I kind of wanted to, to touch on, on this AD LeBron thing is that, and it's a point that I haven't really seen made too much, but if at all, um, you have a but, lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> Only you are brave enough. <laughs> I see. Yeah. I tell it like it is yeah. me and Bill Burr. Um, but so, so, the part that kind of annoyed me here with Anthony Davis's like, did he or didn't he work out thing, which like, I, I can't get myself to care about. Like, if you're going to work out cool, if you're not going to fine, if you're going to have kind of 
different processes than other people have cool but you better perform otherwise you're going to get called for it yeah can i just say that like the idea that we for sure know better than these guys trainers who are advising them on yeah. like their workout routines you know uh -huh. come on yeah and again like the the injury thing if he is doing if he if he takes time off to reset his body and avoid injuries and stuff like that he hasn't had any like tweaked hamstrings that have kept him out a long time that yeah. all of his injuries you can identify a singular play that it was a freak kind of a thing that he couldn't have avoided now like one theory that i have and, and again this is a completely uninformed theory that i have like most of the theories almost all of them um, especially on this subject is that like i think ad has the he has gotten into a habit where if he doesn't have a ball or, or he isn't, you know, he, he's very capable of kind of taking a moment here or there going completely lax. And it makes it kind of difficult for him to adjust to a move that is out of the ordinary or something that happens to him that it's out of the ordinary. He, there are moments where he kind of relaxes a little bit too much, I think on the court. And it makes it so if somebody does dive at his knees, it takes that extra like half of a second to react to it. Or while he's up in the air, I think sometimes he kind of goes a little limp and and in anticipation of falling when he when he when he lands. I think that puts his body into some interesting circumstances or whatever. But again, that's a full theory that I don't know nearly enough about that. I don't even like the, all of what I said could be completely untrue. Um, and and so like. So, but that isn't even like, that isn't my takeaway here from AD taking time off in the off season. Anthony, if you're listening, commit to the joke, commit to the bet. You, you say, you say you're, you, you're not going to touch a basketball. You know how Lakers fans are going to react to you saying you haven't touched a basketball, right? Like you, you knew how people would react when you wore the that's all folks shirt. Like you knew how that was going to no, go. No, Anthony, he doesn't dress himself. Okay. Well, that's that the way. thing. That's the thing. That was hilarious. Like that could have been really effing funny. And I, I actually have a theory on his that's all like saying that somebody I, I think he was that was another subtle shot at the people who acted like he can't make his own decisions. I do not think that that was like a serious excuse. Maybe. If so, then that's great. Then that's hilarious. But yeah. this last week would indicate to me that I don't think he's quite... Maybe this is all just an elaborate troll. <laughs> like, he wanted to rile people up, and then he, you know, he yeah. paid the whatever, like, sponsored content, you know, fee for Lethal Shooter, like a Lethal Shooter selfie is. And then, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> Do you think he pays Lethal Shooter or Lethal Shooter pays him? Because I feel like in that equation, Lethal Shooter comes way out ahead. No, I, I definitely think that uh, that AD is, uh, is you know, I, I think the guys pay their shooting coach. Yeah. I don't oh, think you think he actually like did a shooting lesson? Oh. Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> totally. What if that was an old picture? Like somebody, what if, I'm surprised Lakers fans haven't gone through it and been like, wait, AD's missing a tattoo in this photo. This is from two years ago. He did get a new tattoo earlier this, this offseason. Oh, we got to look into this. We oh, man. I haven't even thought about this yet. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, so like my thing is commit to the bit. Like you, you're not going to, you're going to, you know, give Lakers fans a hard time. You're going to troll Lakers fans by saying that you haven't touched a basketball. Your next post, your next social media post should be you shooting an air ball. So I don't like really freak people out. I trolling Lakers fans when he said that. I genuinely, the AD 
if you've ever interviewed him or talked to him, he is a very off the cuff guy. And mm-hmm. I 100% believe that he just was not thinking about any larger ramifications of saying that during a <laughs> YouTube house tour and yeah. just like said it offhand, like, yeah, you know, and didn't feel the need to explain himself because he was just like, yeah, you know, I haven't really been shooting. I've been resting, you know, whatever. Did you see that guy's um, reaction? Yeah. No, I did not. Oh man. It was like, maybe I was looking for something when he passed him by the ball. <laughs> the guy catches, he's like, really? Yeah. That guy's like, oh man, my Lakers Ooh. future is uh, not looking good. <laughs> Probably not going to talk to him too many Lakers. Probably not going to draft out. AD in fantasy this year. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I just think like he was just being off the cuff. And I don't think again, like I, I just, I thought that it was very funny. And I tweet, I, I said this, like, I think that it was very funny that like the same people who were really mad that he was not shooting were then really mad that he chose to shoot with lethal shooter. And it's <laughs> like, at some point, we got to have some level of trust that these guys have some sort of plan and they don't always, yeah. but you know, we've seen Anthony Davis play at a really high level before. There's been a lot of circumstances over the last two years that we yep. don't need to go over that further kind of contextualize. And maybe you're not an excuse for his, all of his struggles, but do explain some of them yeah. and make some of them more understandable. And so I just think that, you know, we got to put some level of trust in this guy that he knows what he's doing and that, you know, and look, if we're wrong and he's not as motivated as anyone to kind of disprove the stuff of the last two years and he really doesn't care, well, then, you know, the Lakers are screwed anyway. And it doesn't matter how many times you ratio him on Twitter for not posting enough workout picks. Yeah, I I just think the whole offseason, like, oh, my God, AD looks like he's lost weight. <laughs> Based on what? And like, look, like the, I always laugh legal- at, like, all of these things. They're so but- stupid. The lethal shooter jokes are hilarious because yeah. of like the videos that he does. Like, I believe I called him basketball jigsaw at one point for yeah. like one of the videos that he put together. Like they are genuinely hilarious. He is not making these guys actually go through those drills. It is self-promotion for social media. And he has had successful clients, you know, like Bobby mm-hmm. Portis shot really well this year. KCP when he was a lethal shooter was really great down the stretch for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And like, like super key during their bubble title, obviously. I like, think yeah, he has worked with, with lethal shooter. He himself. worked with lethal shooter before he like the, his, had the a Lakers good title season. season. Yeah. And before the bubble, when he shot astronomically well. So, <laughs> so like the idea that this guy like is some, you know, like social media scammer or whatever, because he posts like the, you know, look, the semi corny videos or like the semi like the I, look, the, I'm trying to all the way corny. They're okay. all the way corny. We could I think it. that it is very, he funny would call it like corny, dude. Up, I, based on interactions, I don't know that that's necessarily true. Um, I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm, I'm not. Um, <laughs> he, uh, but like, you know, this stuff, he is not having Taylor Horton Tucker go and shoot on like rotating rims, you know, like when he's working out. She consider him. it. I kind of wish he was. Yeah. But it, cause it would be hilarious, but that's yeah. not actually speaking of committing to the bit. He should actually like, he like locks the guys in a room. He's like, would you like to play a game? <laughs> Maybe that's why THT doesn't like catching and shooting because yeah. it reminds him of his shooting of exercises. The time that lethal shooter He's trapped like... <laughs> him in like a horror dungeon and forced yeah. him to make eighteen jumpers while yeah. shooting at him with a nail gun. Like his, he's going to rebrand as literally lethal shooter, like yeah, actually lethal, the lethalish shooter. <laughs> yeah, um, illegally lethal shooter. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I just I loved this whole 
news cycle over the course of the week because this is exactly the kind of thing that you and I would we we did laugh at in Slack and I knew that we would have a good I didn't anticipate you doing the emoji so I wasn't prepared for that Look, but I, 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 I we had know, to talk I, about this I gotta give people a final send-off and like bring my a game <laughs> for this final podcast so. yeah um the next the next topic that we're gonna touch on here is uh Brian Windhorst after game five right uh after game yeah. five uh, was asked about Andrew Wiggins and essentially said, hey, not to take away from uh, Andrew Wiggins' performance. This was, okay, respectful. A, uh, this was a checkbook win for the Golden State Warriors, which uh, not not great in the moment. I, I think, especially given the fact that the, 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 the game had just ended like an hour or so ago or an hour or two ago, that's not where I would probably go right after a game. Um, but, you know, he gets dunked on all night for it. The next morning goes on, I think it's 95-7, um, the game for uh, that's in the Bay, and was asked about his comments and doubled down on it again, saying that, look, it's not a, a level playing field, was one of the things that he said there in, in regards to owners being willing to spend. And uh, I... For me, I don't think it's worth, if you're going to make that point, you have to make it really well. And I don't think he made his point very well. Um, you have to say credit to Lacob and credit to all owners who spend. And also, on top of that, we should be shaming owners who do not. We should be shaming the Milwaukee Bucks for letting P.J. Tucker walk to save some luxury tax money after they won a championship. We should be shaming Jeannie Buss. And I have shamed Jeannie Buss quite a bit for allowing Alex Caruso to walk. Now, Anthony, she expected a lot better for the fourth highest payroll in the league, okay? That's, gotta... that's true. Yeah, that's true. They still would have been, I think, fourth even with Alex Caruso. So uh, that is a good question. Um, I think it's right. They're right there because it would have been. It no, been... it would have been higher. It would have been. They would have been higher than the Clippers. Okay. Or at least as of right now, maybe they wouldn't. Have, maybe they wouldn't have been earlier in the year. I don't know if there's like some trade yeah. stuff going, on, but I don't, I don't think so. They wouldn't have been hired. All right, so they're either third or fourth, and 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 so the the so anyway, like I just think if you're if you're Brian Windhorst in this moment, and you're going to try to make the point that you're making about spending in professional sports, I think you really have to make it well, and I don't think he did. Like I thought. I thought he kind of trampled the point that he could be making, which normally you amateur podcaster are giving are giving like take advice to a, you know, assumedly like, I don't know, I've never talked to him about salary, but probably, you know, millionaire ESPN analyst. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, it's possible that these guys can make bad points or make their points poorly, even if they're really well paid. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back for my guy Wendy here All right, because should, I think you, you are being disrespectful, and you know honestly, like you, you should not have come in the Thunderdome if you, you uh, if you didn't want the smoke. And All right, I'm gonna snort emoji. Give me, um, give me give me the give me the smoke then. Yeah, so uh, we we're doing the, you, all the smoke podcast now. Are you is, are you are you saying that uh, Brian Windhorse is him? Yeah, exactly. Many many people are saying that he did not make his point well, but y you all forget that Brian Windhorst actually made a good point um, because <laughs> I agree with what he said. Like, I don't understand why people were so upset about this or what they felt like was disrespectful. Like the Warriors, I just pulled up NBA salaries, uh, you know, in preparation for this segment. The war You don't want to know where Boston is in salary? No idea. Tenth. 
they are $40 million behind the Golden State Warriors in terms of overall team payroll. Like, I understand. I get what people are saying about... And by the way, they made a move during the season to get under the luxury taxes. Like they 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 got under yeah. that that marker over the course of the the season. They could have had Dennis Schroeder on their team still right now. And, and look, I gotta say, this is the most hypocritical podcast performance that you've ever put on because Me? you, yes, you. Because if we go through these two segments, you are coming in and you're like, oh. Anthony Davis, he's not working hard enough in the offseason. Like, okay. I, he's got to commit to the bit, whatever. Like, you know, and then you are like, how many weeks are you planning on taking off, you know, this uh, this summer? We get, we get 20 for paternity leave here. Yeah, so you don't Union get to talk to AD about, you know, taking time off to reset from his job and, you know, work on himself and well, focus on important family. If things. Anthony Davis has a child. CEO. <laughs> I'm I'm going to respect your PTO when you take it. I'm not going to I'm not going to send out maybe I should send like vaguely LeBron passive aggressive <laughs> tweets about like I had to take about this on the pod like I I'm built different. I'm in the recording studio right now. Just not even mention you. I kind of want you to stand in front of your mirror and just flex and just like ah well with the mic. I'll be like yeah. ah yeah like um you know so you 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 the king of taking time off. It's king. Like, honestly yeah you are very good at it. When you're off, you're off. You do not, like no one's ever worried about you putting in overtime. So that you to criticize someone else named Anthony for doing the same thing. And then for you to come in here and be like, no, 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 no. Brian Windhorst doesn't get to defend, uh, doesn't get to criticize other owners for spending. That's my bit. Stay off my corner. I think no, I figured for... out why you're actually mad about this is because you're like, no, 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 no. Talking about luxury taxes and team payroll and criticizing owners. Uh -huh. I, I don't want the insiders coming for that. This is my thing. Okay. Uh -huh. And that's the energy that you are coming at this with, because I understand people saying like everything you, know, you said was just very distorted versions of what I just said. No, no, no. no. I, I think I summarized you pretty just, well. If you're listening in your car right now and you're like, wow, Harrison's making really good. He's not. <laughs> okay. Oh, another podcaster that you have takes on how well they made their point. What is it? Maybe, maybe you're just not that good of a listener. And so, you know what? I'm going to, I do gonna only have one say, AirPod in or, or our, our listeners are better listeners than or a better listener than you. So I'm going to go back. I'm going to compliment them after I gave them some constructive criticism last uh -huh. week. Um, and you know, I'm going to compliment our listeners, but you know, I understand people being upset and saying, like, maybe right after the game, you know, like, you shouldn't chalk it up to spending. You know, these guys went out and won the game. I understand that. But his overall point of that it is not a level playing field, I don't think that that's, like, a criticism or invalidating of the Warriors' victory in any way. This is what fans should want mm. from their ownership. This is what you have spent the entire year yelling at Jeannie Buss about. He didn't say that. Like if, he, if he was to say, hey, Boston... So Boston right now, one of the biggest problems that they're having right now is that they don't have anybody who can dribble more than three times in a row, right? Like Jalen Brown, when he dribbles with his left hand, is like Stan from the office. You have you have Jalen uh, Jason Tatum, who on his third or fourth dribble, his his field goal percentage is dipping way down. Um, Marcus Smart is not a traditional point guard, and and and. Um, has been playing at that position because of his size and his ability to defend that position. You know who they might miss just a little bit right now? And I know Alex this is Caruso? probably going to... Oh, yes. sorry. <laughs> Although he wouldn't help much in the dribbling department, if we're, if we're being honest. But No, I've, I've, just, I've taken to describing Marcus Smart as Alex Caruso with way too high of self-esteem. Yeah, right. <laughs> Alex Caruso with confidence, yeah. Yeah. Overconfident Alex Caruso. But... 
No, I. You know who they missed though is is Dennis Schroeder, who they like gave away at the trade deadline to get under the luxury tax. I I disagree with that, just because we all went through the Dennis experience. I do not think that the turnaround was like accidentally timed with. Oh uh, sure, no, Dennis Schroeder. That's fine. That's okay. fine. That's fine. Altogether possible. But in terms of like skill set that they're missing right now, a point guard who can get into the teeth of the defense and do something whenever he gets there is something that they're missing. Even like Peyton Pritchard, like that guy makes this it look is, like Anthony, Bob Cousy why, had high handles. This is why the Lakers signed exclusively combo guards last <laughs> offseason, as they were trying to avoid the Lakers this in Boston problem. just need to make a swap. Yeah. Yeah. You just became you just became like oh, like what are you, LeBron during the summer, begging for <laughs> another dribbler or another playmaker like this? Oh, I have a mirror off the off camera. Yeah. So when we're done here, I'm actually gonna stand in front of it, flex and say Because Look, if Dennis was still there, you'd be like, why is he dribbling so much? Shouldn't they have the ball in like Jason Tatum's hands? And I mean, number it, one, I don't think they would have made it this far with Dennis still on the team. That's kind of where I'm at with Dennis. But yeah, um, I, maybe, maybe. But I'm just saying that like, so I'm saying that the version of the point that Brian, I think, could have made and not cotton as much shit for making the point is if he was to say, hey, Boston, if you guys wanted to be more competitive in this, maybe it like, all right, so you're going to trade Dennis Schroeder, get a player back who has Dennis Schroeder's skill set, and don't save money to get under the luxury tax by moving Schroeder and not getting anybody to replace him with. Like if, if you're, if you really want to go like, instead of, cause what he, when you say not level playing field, it is inherently a knock on the people who are making the play playing field unlevel. Right. And by the way, the 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 I think it's a compliment. Uh, the thing on Joe Lacob came out and said, "I want to be like the Jerry Buss of this era." Yeah, you know, and he in terms of, and that's what Jerry Buss always did. I, I don't I don't think that it's like an insult or disrespecting their victory at all. They committed the most money that they possibly could to make sure compliment that they have once. the best chance of the title. Say say one nice thing about him spending though, like by 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 whining as if um it's an unlevel playing field because the guy that. Uh, you cover really well. It plays for an owner who doesn't spend as much money as, as um, say, Joe Lacob does. Like, if you're going to go that worth, far. You know, a good deal less than, like, <laughs> yeah. their best player. <laughs> but, like, if, if you're going to try to make that point, then you got to do so and, and actually compliment the, the owner who did the spending here. That's all that I'm saying. He could make that point, and if he if he ends it by saying credit to Lake of for spending, then he's not he doesn't did catch you, any of the shit that he does. Take? Yeah, I did. Okay, you actually listened to it. I have, I have. Okay, maybe there's like a longer version where he did, and if he okay. did, then apologies, Brian. Okay. I come on here and laugh at me and and, and all of these things. But yeah, I'll like, I'll forward your feedback along to Brian. I'll see if I'll send him the segment. Just see if like he wants to take it into account in his you know. No, he's probably heard practice. plenty of it. Like he he yeah. Dude, he was trending. <laughs> so uh, he was yeah. trending because his point was so good. It was no, because was so hashtag I stand with Wendy. I'm sorry. I'm with him. I I think he's exactly right. It's I not stand a level with playing the point field. And credit to Joe Lacob for making it not a level playing field. He is living up to his yeah and duties and philosophies in the NBA. Yeah, I agree. Like I, <laughs> Mark Cuban's like shit. He beat me. Um, but like I I, I think I think. I stand with the point that Windhorse should have been making in a better way in that moment, but he didn't make that point. He didn't make that point. 
He did like if if he was to make that point, then I would say like yeah, that's that's the point that I I agree. I don't know why everybody's yelling at winners, but he didn't make that point. He whined about the fact that that the the Warriors were were are, are spending more than everybody, and it's like the the other thing too that I just can't help but laugh at because we had a report. I think Zach Lowe, either somebody aggregated Zach Lowe or something like. So, essentially, owners across the NBA are frustrated about the fact that um, other owners are spending more to keep their teams together. And it's like the notion that billionaires in this day and age would be whining that other people out there have more resources and therefore we are working in an unleveled playing field and nobody is is grasping the lack of no, self-awareness while I, they're I doing love, this i love I'm like billionaires are like these guys have a lot more resources they should pay more like some sort of more taxes for that luxury <laughs> that they have of having more spending power i'm just like I'm sitting here while this whole thing is going on, and and I'm not alone in this. Like other people have put two and two together, all I'm here. All I'm and I'm just sitting here like, how? <laughs> so you're cool with socialism if it benefits you? Because by the way, like it, we do do socialism with billionaires, but we, yeah. like we we're cool with socialism if it benefits you with your sporty teams, with your sport ball teams. But in real life, where people are living in the real world and can't afford their fucking medicine, this is where we're like, whoa. Well, no, Whoa, they should have spent we live in a capitalistic society. They, they should have spent hard, more and grinded harder. That's what we should tell. That's what we should tell the owners that don't win the title. That's my point. Like, they that's what I am. Anthony, if the Lakers would have spent more, less on pumpkin spice lattes this year and avocado toast, they'd be able to afford a contender. Yeah, right. All I have to say is, Comrade Bus, welcome to the resistance. Exactly. Exactly. All right. <laughs> I was just the, the 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 two things the two Josh topics Harris, of this Josh week Harris were just is incredible. Going to show up to the owners' meetings and eat the rich shirt, like <laughs> yeah. Joe Lacob's like telling the other owners eat cake, like. <laughs> um. All right, let's move on to uh, the Lakers and LeBron sitting here in something of a stalemate, something of a staring contest, in which LeBron apparently according to people around the league, uh, as, as relayed by Eric Pincus, um, is apparently not willing to commit to a contract extension before they can enter negotiations, which by the way, would happen after this off season takes place, right? No, that no, no, no. Hold on. I got to cut you off here. I'm sorry. You're, you're uh -oh. inaccurately summarizing again. The, okay, so here's the exact report. The exact report is mm -hmm. competing executives and agents do okay. not expect the team to get clarity from James ahead of the draft and free agency. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. In well, way no, no, more no, no. Words. you're saying that he has not and that this is something that they know. This is what they expect. So that's oh a little goodness. different. All right, fine. So people around the league are not expecting LeBron James to offer up clarity to the Lakers um, until they can enter negotiations on an extension. And those negotiations can't take place until after this offseason has fully taken place, right? You have uh, yeah. the draft that is happening in about a week. You have free agency that happens right after that. You're going to have the trade. We've already started to see the trade market start to take shape. Um, so basically, LeBron is saying, yeah, take care of your stuff and, you know, We'll talk afterward. The Lakers on the other side of this coin are basically saying um, that 
they are unwilling to move their two first round picks that they could potentially trade this uh, season. That's what they've been saying all summer to this point. Um, You know, ah, God, I just said it. Irregardless. I'm saying regardless of what uh, LeBron's situation is, they're saying we don't want to move those picks. And if we have to, we will keep Russell Westbrook on this team. LeBron James also, you know, a few months we ago. Should, we should start re-headlining these, like, report, Lakers willing to cut off nose to spite face. <laughs> right. Um, if we go back a few months, LeBron uh, complimented Les Snead on his Fuck Them Picks uh, t-shirt, mm-hmm. complimented Sam Presti, um, noted trader of first-round picks. No, no, no. He complimented some... him on his draft record. Yeah. Um uh, something that does not matter at all to LeBron James. And then, and then As he's trying to get the Lakers to trade yeah, the draft pick. Right. That's, that's the, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, you, you have this kind of weird situation where the Lakers are, are waiting for some kind of clarity on LeBron, um, before they make a decision on their off season. LeBron is not going to make any decision on his future until he sees what this off season looks like for the Lakers. Um, because he saw what happened the last time that he uh, gave up any kind of leverage to a team. So you have this weird kind of game of chicken that these two sides are playing. So Harrison, I, I did my best to try to summarize it. Uh, do, you, do you think that either side will blink here? And if you had to pick a side, like somebody at some point is going to have to blink. Um, which side do you think feels more likely or more capable of blinking? I don't think that LeBron is going to commit to sign an extension until he has exerted some level of sway and or gotten something that he wants, whether he pushed for it or not. But like, if he sees that the Lakers are doing things that he wants, like they may get start to get that commitment. But until he sees that they're sort of serious about building a contender and not you know, hoarding draft picks that in all likelihood won't matter to him because he won't be around for them. So that's, yeah. again, understandable impulse from his perspective. I also understand why the Lakers don't just want to like throw those into a trade for no reason. Like yeah. those are, they have a good scouting department. Those are far down the line when they were theoretically will be rebuilding again in a post LeBron mm-hmm. era. I understand like kind of their reticence to trade those picks, but I also understand from LeBron's perspective, if you're not doing everything to win, why am, Why am I, I going to extend with you? And we've seen him do, do this with other owners. So mm-hmm. I, I think if a side is going to blame, I, I don't think that like the Lakers are going to get any commitment from LeBron before free agency. Like that's sort of been my projection and my best guess all along, just based on history, based on past patterns, based on like how reticent the Lakers seem to be in giving him the amount of organizational control that helped push for the rust trade and like some of the decisions that have been made that have led them to this point, because, you know, both of these sides got them here, but neither of them want to admit it. And so there is this weird stalemate about it. And like, that's why I don't really expect, you know, I don't expect to hear on June 30th that it's like, Oh, LeBron's committed to sign an extension and it's letting prospective free agents know that. Like, I don't, number one, I don't think that that matters all that much to the free agents. The Lakers are going to be pursuing. They're all all going to be be gone in a year anyway. Yeah. So functionally, I don't think that it helps them all that much. 
Um, and I don't know why he would give that up or give that commitment until he's seen kind of what they built and at least exerted whatever level of leverage that he can over the situation and create. It's the same reason that Russ isn't opting into his player option today. Like he wants to maintain some semblance of control over his next destination and what is next for him until the last possible moment that he cannot anymore. And I, I that's why would LeBron do any differently? Yeah, I. So the way I would kind of put it is, it behooves the Lakers to blink. It doesn't in any way behoove LeBron to blink here. Like if 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 the Lakers blink and they do give up those first rounders, and that's enough to get LeBron to commit to sticking around and signing an extension, then the Lakers just won one, right? They just they. They, they improve their roster now, and they improve their, their situation down the road. And then for LeBron, it's the opposite of that. If he, if he agrees to signing an extension before he has to, and the Lakers take that leverage that he just gave up and basically say, oh, cool. Well, then we're going to plan for 2025 and 2027 now. Yeah. Um, he's going to say, hold on. <laughs> that's not what I signed up for. And, and that's exactly, by the way, how this went last time like that's what happened at the trade deadline is that the lakers basically said be as angry as you want you're under contract here yeah and 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 you know that's that's fine but that essentially ended the honeymoon phase that ended mm-hmm. that that essentially ended the uh the 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 amount of positive sentiment that lebron offered that up in signing uh, yeah of, that was it equal that, yeah, that made it more of a conflict, regardless of what everyone tried to say in the aftermath. It's been clear from what has been said and all of the deflection of blame that's going on. And LeBron saying, oh, I wanted DeMar. Oh, I wanted to keep Alex yeah. Caruso. Oh, I wanted all this stuff. And the Lakers saying, oh, no, LeBron like locked us in a broom closet and traded for Russell Westbrook himself. You know, it's like both of these sides have moved on from the productive partnership stage. And maybe they can get back there. But that has not been how it's been for the last several months to yeah. the we just kind of are trying to save our own jobs and reputation and just want everybody else to kind of take the blame for how bad that went. Yeah, it went from it went from a partnership to a business relationship, a working yep. relationship. It mm-hmm. went from it went from, you know, and and by the way, like this happens over time with with you know, with everybody. That's why rock groups break up. Is it it starts off That's as That's why this, I'm leaving the podcast. You know, exactly. I'm trying to avoid you, that with us. You have been leaving for a month. Yeah. It's because it's because we we are in a working relationship. We are no longer friends. Um <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I, I I have found this. I find this whole thing really interesting, not just because of everything that we just talked about here, uh, but also because, like LeBron signals in many ways, he is the face of the player slash superstar empowerment era. He's the dude who took his talents to South Beach, and you know, if, in the Lakers, by the way, are the marquee franchise in the NBA, and if the Lakers. Uh, if the Lakers basically call his bluff and and then have their bluff called and LeBron pieces out, like who takes the bigger hit there? Does, is 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 LeBron taking the bigger hit? Because wow, I can't believe we live in an era where a team is willing to call LeBron James's bluff, or does or do the Lakers take the hit here and saying, wow, you really? How did you manage to screw up the LeBron James era? It's, well, it's, I, it's, I think it's got to be LeBron really because 
real questions are going to be asked about whether or not he can win without Kurt Rambis building a team for him, you know? <laughs> right, right. Get, look, you just don't find many um, executive directors of special projects who have the no, winning resume that, huh? I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. You just do, you just don't have very many special directors of, or executive directors of special uh, <laughs> projects who have the winning resume that Linda Rambis does. Like those, there just aren't, there well, is nobody out West. there. That's all I'll say. Yeah, know? exactly. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's wrap up here on, uh, by looking at our, our bingo cards and where they stand now. So you're saying that you and I both hit bingo at least once. Yes. So you had Anthony Davis's lost 25 bound, pounds. I had Anthony Davis looks like he's in the best shape of his life. There have been enough people saying similar enough things. I think that we can check these off and give ourselves okay. some credit because it's like, it's close enough. You know, mm -hmm. it's, um, it, it's pretty much the spirit of what the prediction was. Well, look, so you do tend to lose uh, muscle poundage if you don't work out for months on end. <laughs> so <laughs> True. He's not, you know, he's not, he's not psycho driven and built oh, different. Hold on. You know? I'm getting a call. Yeah. Sorry. You're definitely not coming back now. Okay. Well, I, I guess it. you got to go back to Draymond and see if he's willing to come back and host, uh, uh, host the Lakers lounge with, I mean, he's got plenty of time for podcasting. Maybe Russ like. can get traded for Danny green and Danny green can be my new, my, my new co-host full circle. They just yeah. like, finally they, they get him back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's going to have free time this year, unfortunately. So yeah. like he, you know, he theoretically could commit to more podcasting. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I think uh, like. So your so second bingo one. Yeah. My second one that I think I'm pretty close to getting credit on, but I don't know if we want to go all the way there yet is I had LeBron James wants to wait a bit to sign an extension and see how the team is doing. I think that that is the gist of the reporting right now, but I think that we can wait until we actually hear like an actual report of it as much. I'm not going to argue that hard for it. I'm getting close though. Look, we just did an entire segment that this is basically what he's doing. Um, so it's, it's either not far off or I could just give it to you now because I know it's not far off. Very sporting of you. I will, I will take it. And so I am up four to two on predictions, uh, so <laughs> far. I should have, I should have given, I should, I think at some point I might add to my board. Because some of these probably aren't going to happen. Like somehow we haven't got a report that Kurt Rambis is ready to mentor Kyrie Irving on online habits. Yeah, that's, um, you know, it's unfortunate. I don't think that one's coming up. Uh, probably Horton not, Tuck I would imagine. Taylor Horton Tucker not dribbling this summer. I think he's probably We haven't seen a video. If we don't see a single video the entire summer, I'm willing to give you credit for that one. <laughs> you know what? I'll take it. Yeah. Um, all right. I mean, you got you got another couple months to make it through. But what if he plays in summer league? Will he win you back over if he plays in summer Ooh. league? Because you uh, love guys playing in summer league. There's like nothing you're more pat like you want AD to play in summer league to reprove himself. I'm not gonna say I wouldn't want to see it. Could you imagine him putting up like <laughs> he's putting up like 50 point games in, no. against like against like European pros? No. Could you imagine if he 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 did like who was his name the the yeah Anthony Davis becomes like the new <laughs> the new drag dragon bender yeah right? <laughs> a dragon is 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 his new name and he just goes out there and he really struggles can I get credit for this one though the Lakers think uh oh no I I never mind I misread it 
Yeah. I was going to say the Lakers think the Sixers flame out has more to do with injuries in a midseason trade than Doc Rivers. I already lost that one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, they didn't hire Doc, so you kind of missed it. Sorry. All right. Well, I think that'll do it. Uh, unless you yeah, have if any. They were, if they were blaming their own injuries for the season, you would have hit that already. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I should have. I should have. That's actually why I was going to say I should get this already because. Yeah. You know, that's essentially what they're signaling with this, with everything that they've said to this point. Um, do you have any unfortunate injuries over the last week or so? Um, no. I mean, like I might have, I might have, you know, I'm gonna have to clean my mic after the snort emoji thing, but uh, that's <laughs> that's probably the only one. Um, Avery kicked me in the balls in public the other day. I'm sure yeah. you deserved it. Well, all right, so. For this she, podcast alone, she just saw it coming. Yeah, she does this. She it's it's adorable when she does it. I love it. Melts my heart every time she does it. She run like she will see me at the end of a hallway, oh. or she'll see me coming up and she'll run with her arms out and she'll jump up and she wants me to catch her. Well, now when I hold her up like eye level or whatever, her feet are just at the perfect swing level to to get me down there, and uh, we we're going to dinner, I went to park the car. I think I dropped Avery and Jen off closer to the, to the restaurant. And I was walking Very through the, of you. yeah, I was walking and I got to the curb and Jen goes, Did Jen tell you that because you haven't shot a ball since like January that you needed the exercise. And that's why she made you go like park the car far and walk up to the restaurant. Well, it's not great when Jen is pregnant and I still have a bigger belly. <laughs> like it's, so she'll catch you eventually. I mean, in a couple months, <laughs> maybe we'll see. Um, but so Jen, like, you know, Jen's standing there at the door to the uh, restaurant. I step onto the curb. Um, Jen says, Hey, who's that? And then Avery sees me and she does the run thing. I pick her up, her feet swing, wham. And I'm telling you, I dropped, I almost dropped my daughter. Like it was just, oh, she man. caught me exactly perfectly. And I was she just really like, doesn't mm. want a sibling. That's what we're finding out. She's like, no, 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 one, one little brother's enough. I'm, I'm yeah. good there. Yeah. So it was, uh, I having to like, give you have a kick to me. <laughs> that was worse than so I get to give you a hashtag Eric. So, um, no, I, I, I literally had to hand Avery back to Jen and I'm standing there on the curb and in public, I, I told him you go on ahead. I have to stand here a second. Put in the reservation for three. <laughs> You're doing like involuntary Mitch voice. Yeah, I said, yeah, right. Some combination of like the Godfather and Mitch Kupchak. I was Mitch Kupchak. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's good. <laughs> I'll give you that one. Um, yeah, it was just that. So that was my, that was my moment. All right. Do you want to say a better goodbye to the audience this time than last time? I probably wouldn't stop. I, I probably wouldn't end the relationship here with middle fingers raised high. That's yeah, a, you know, just a so little bit of advice. I I regret coming on here and calling the entire audience out for not responding to our request to tweet at us enough. That was probably not the most professional way to walk out the door. I'm just yeah. going to I'm hand up. I'm willing to take criticism uh, just like hopefully the audience is. And, uh, you know, I'm just I want to say, you know, I am going to miss you all despite not tweeting at us when we ask you to. Uh, and so I would like to half-heartedly apologize and you know what just to make it better for all of you i'm gonna post a picture of me working with like a podcasting professional 
you know, just like, so that you can all see that I'm working on my delivery and my, you know, if I ever do come back mm -hmm. as a guest or, you know, mm -hmm. whatever it may be, I'm going to, I'm going to post a picture of me working out with, uh, with lethal podcaster. And, uh, like, we're just, we're going through my kind of reps and how you engage with the audience. And, uh, you know, that way you can see that I'm, you know, I'm potting different lethal take shooter. Yeah. 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 I, I, uh, I look forward to seeing what you are hearing. Like I'm going to post a selfie like. with you and it's us in front of a mic and you know, we're just, <laughs> we're putting in the hours. You, you have half as, of that picture already. You as like a, you as a takesman, you know, you are giving me just like you gave Brian Windhorse points. I'll pay mm -hmm. you. And you can kind of give me that valuable feedback on how to make points that you did not listen to. And yeah. uh, then, you know, we'll, <laughs> I'll go on about my day. Uh, I, I look forward to, to hearing what you sound like with some professional help that, you yeah. know, it's about time. Lord it's knows. weird that you would choose to do that now at the end of your podcasting career. I may have to come back one time next week just to, you know, work, just to work on my game a little bit, just get yeah. back in the gym. Yeah. I, that would be my advice. Um, it just won't be on the show. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it on, on uh, rewind and reconsider my movie podcast. Oh, all right. I didn't know. All right. Yeah. How about that? Can you talk about, can you talk about, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi on that show and how, for some reason, like they just chose to make Obi-Wan the most boring version of himself. He just, Oh, I did. I, we're going to have an argument about this, but it's not going to be on the show. <laughs> right. I'll talk to you guys next week, except for you, Harrison, not talk to yeah. you next week. I'll, I'll miss you all. Thank you all for listening. And, uh, this is my last goodbye. You know what, guys? Let's do Harrison a favor. Let's all send him hashtag by Harrison on, on Twitter. Hashtag Harrison is over party because we're celebrating that I'm leaving the show and throwing me a party. We're, I'm, I'm celebrating you getting professional help at podcasting. That's yeah, what I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating me no longer having the podcast with you. We're all celebrating different things differently if the hashtag Harrison is over party. Yes. <laughs> hashtag Harrison is... All right, yeah, that'll go well. I, I can't see any way this doesn't go viral. I don't see any way that this backfires.